You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back to the Real Double Dose channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live, like we always say. Thank you for tuning in with us all the time from live on demand and your downloads, because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun, as always, like we always say, reach out to us at Real Double Dose channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. And as well as Real Double Dose channel.blogspot.com, where you can check out all the information as well as disclaimers, links to the books, and so much more. And don't forget our expert and guest expert links that are out there enjoying the weather, trying to do the best we can with this hashtag stay home going on. And for all you from Pakistan to Afghanistan to Turkey to Nigeria to Israel to all the ones we see, I know I'm not naming them because it's probably like 200, but you know who you are, Scotland, UK, you know, Fresno, all, all the places, you know, United States, Canada, we gotcha. I just want to say thank you for showing your love even more. And I see you guys pumping in from TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, Spreaker.com, Spotify, as well as Deezer, Google Cast, SoundCloud, iHeart, iTunes, you name it, it's there. Anyways, without further ado, we know how we get down and we love you all for being here. We have our wonderful, again, part two coming up here. And for you all who didn't get the download, I know, I know you, a lot of them were kind of a lot of people were upset about it, but at the same time, it wasn't meant to make anyone feel any kind of way. We're still working that out. Angela has different snippets that you can get for now. She's determined to get that out. But for all you who were not available for that, don't worry. We got some goodies for you now. But that is our wonderful Susan Zumo. And she is a highly motivated and qualified teacher of higher awareness. Definitely. Yes. She's a master teacher of the perceptive awareness techniques, intuition training, PAT. That's like Pat. Inc. for over 20 years, a Soma Pi healing teacher, an integrated awareness graduate, and a certified Dolores Cannon QHHT graduate. She is also a Reiki master, interfaith minister, and a published author of the book, Mapping the Inner Landscape, Decoding the Symbols of Dreams in Everyday Life. She's amazing, and I am absolutely indulged in this woman, and Angela is obsessed as well. Thank you for being here, <laughs> Susan. How are you? <laughs> I am wonderful. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Oh, was it beautiful? You know, it's not as beautiful as you are, but I tried. I tried. I tried. You did. You did a great job. Thank you. Yes. Well, you know, I'm just happy that you got a chance to come on here and shine more of your light because those out there, the response was absolutely amazing from what we got a chance to have just from the live. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for all that. And at the same time, everyone doesn't know, um, right now from this pivotal moment beyond, I know everyone keeps hearing about the, you know, COVID-19, but there's a lot more sinister things going on behind all the sinister things we didn't know was going on. And that's a lot of discomfort, a lot of hatred feeling, a lot of violence and so much more. So we're just happy, extra happy to have Susan on here to help us get that a little bit more smoothed out. You know, put some good frequencies out there in the universe. Well, I am so glad to be here. Um, I just had an absolute blast last time we talked, and I, I really liked the focus of what we were talking about. One of the things that I've, I've always told clients that I've worked with is, if you come to me to find out what your next car is going to look like or, you know, who the next boyfriend is, you're going to be very disappointed because I'm not really interested in that. I'm really interested in, in what makes us progress, what makes us move forward, what makes us evolve spiritually, 
And then once you do that, everything else flows from there. So one of the things I loved about um, talking to you last time was that we were talking about high-level uh, concepts, high-level teachings that people can take and apply to their own lives rather than a very specific um, piece of information. So to kind of carry that forward this time, I don't really want to talk about COVID or or about those kind of, of like a 3D or, or grounded kind of thing because it's an episode that we will move through and then when the next episode comes back, we want to have the tools to be able to deal with it rather than go, oh, this is something completely different now. I think what we're seeing at this time, and, and let's interrupt me anytime you want, because you know I'll keep going, right? Oh, that's that, that's the plan, Susan. That's the plan. I'm I'm absorbing all this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so one of the things we touched on last time was the fact that we're in the middle of the shift already. We are in the shift. We're in the shift that everybody's been talking about. We're in the transformation that everyone's been preparing for, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's a process. While we're shifting from, and I mean everything, I mean the planet, I mean the plants, the animals, the, the rocks, the humans, everybody, we're shifting from a paradigm of fear and lack to a paradigm of love and oneness, right? So no more separation, we're going to oneness. No more fear, we're moving towards love. So as we're doing that, for those of us who are very comfortable in the old paradigm, it feels like things are being ripped away from us or, or being taken from us. Whereas if we would just let them go um, and, and move into the other, it would be a lot effortless, a lot more effortless, a lot easier than what it is. So I don't really want to focus on the anger that's out there or the frustration that's out there or the fear that's out there because, yeah, we know it's there. I mean, we, we experience it every day. Um, if you can watch the news without getting emotional, watch it, because you need to be informed. But if it's going to make you afraid, or it's going to make you angry, or it's going to make you have an emotional reaction to it, then I would say don't do it, because getting pulled into anger, fear, um, frustration, worry, uh, all those kind of, of feelings and thoughts, that's the old paradigm. So what that says is, um, I really want to go back to the way things were. I really want to go back to a life where um, I'm struggling. I want to go back to a life where I'm afraid. I want to go back to a life where everything is uncertain and nothing is safe. And the only security is in my job um, or my, my mate or my relationship or my kids. We don't want to go back because we already know that going back, we have to go through this again. So I, I don't want discount what's out there and what's going on, but I do want us to shift our focus because while everything in our world is screaming for us to pay attention to the fearful, to get angry with one another, to, to you know, uh, sink into lower negative thoughts or to become depressed or to feel helpless, we need that, that other side. We need the other polarity. We need that balance to come in. And so I want to talk today so that we're the balancing voice and, and help people move out of that and into something positive. Absolutely. That's, you know, and I think that's one of the main problems that I've seen so far is people not knowing where to go and what to shift to, uh, where they just get to the point where they're so boxed in 
They're almost looking for anything to pounce on because they feel like one of those mischief, you know, kitty cats sitting around the house and scratching at the window, just ready to pounce on a little squirrel or a mouse that's coming by. <laughs> one of those feelings <laughs> on there. So if, if you're understanding from everyone going through all that, how do people get to a point to where they can start seeing a clear perception of we can't don't want to go back to the way things used to be because things and even seeing it now that the way things used to be were never correct um and people say they've had more clarity than ever being able to do that but yeah like you said people are to a point to where they just don't know where to go from here so what would their journey be learning how to go from i guess here now to there gosh that's a good question um and that goes to the answer is so easy and it's so hard because the old way and the way that we've been conditioned is the answer is out there. You know, my, my governor is going to rescue us. My, um, you know, my mayor is going to tell us what to do. My doctor is going to fix it. Um, you know, my, my pastor is going to save me. We, we are so conditioned to looking outside of self to, to get fixed to get healed, to get better, to get whatever it is, that we forget that we have it all already inside of us. Because when we go to someone else for our answers or for our healing, if they are if they are in light and they do have right motive, they're connected to their source. And so their guidance, their information, their actions, their healing energy comes from their connection to source. But they don't have any better connection to source than you already do. They just use it. They just tap into it. They're just comfortable with it. So the old paradigm is my president's going to rescue the country. My mayor is going to rescue the city. My doctor is going to rescue my health. My healing practitioner (laughs) is going to rescue my energy. My lover is going to rescue my emotions, right? Um, Everything's outside. So the reason I say it's easy is because it's inside. The only way to know the truth now is to ask your intuition. You you don't know who's telling the truth anymore. Absolutely. And and in all honesty, I watch things now and I'm like, well, we're never going to know until we're on way on the other side of it. Uh-huh. And we may never know, right? Absolutely. So you have to be in touch with the intuition. You have to go inside and connect with your soul your higher power, your higher self, your God spark, whatever it is that you want to call it, that that makes you alive and not a lump of clay, is that, that part of you that enlivens you. And that's where it is, right in there. If we were to focus on, on being in that higher aspect of ourselves, we would be kinder to ourselves. We would be kinder to others. We would act from a place of love rather than from fear. Um, the whole world would change, and it would change quickly. But we don't want to do that because we don't believe in ourselves. We, we've been taught not to trust ourselves. We've been taught that all the answers are out there, and everybody else knows better than we do. Yeah. And you know what? It's not true. You know, they might have a higher or a different perspective than they do, but they really don't know better. Because they're going to a place that we can go, and we can get the same information that they're getting. So the answer is stop looking for someone else to fix it for you. Exactly. <laughs> and change how you feel. Because you know, what, one of the things we said before we came on air is what we do is not going to be that different. 
but how we do it and how we feel about it and what motivates us and doing it in light instead of fear is going to change it. So, you know, a simple exercise that, that I've given uh, students throughout years is in the morning when you get up, you brush your teeth every day. Are you brushing your teeth because you're afraid if you don't do it, they're going to rot and fall out? Or are you brushing your teeth because you love yourself so much that you can't do anything else? Oh, I like that. You see? Mm. It's the same action, but the motivation is different. Ah, that's true. And if we could do that for one day, every That is so beautiful. I love the way you put that. Yeah, that makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. I mean, just in all those ways possible to be like, hey, I love myself enough to do this today and the next day and the next day and the next day. Absolutely. That's wow. That's it. That's it. And it's something that, that you can do right from where you are. You don't have to take a class or go on a trip or, you know, anything like that. Go throughout your day and ask yourself when you're when you're eating. Am I eating because I love myself so much that I want my body to be nourished and fulfilled? Or because I'm afraid if I don't, something will happen? Uh, you see? And that that's really good for relationships, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Am I with you because I love you or am I with you because you make me look better? That's it. That's it. I could use that yeah. really quickly there. <laughs> oh, man. You know no. what? I, I swear, we had... um. It was a question from Brian Mitchell, and he wanted to know how to determine if you're in reality from what you have goals expected to return back to normalcy. He has actually about two more questions following that, but I just figured since it was hitting this one with this one, I don't know. I guess, uh, well, the way I can say it for everyone is how does he, how do we get back to the new norm if we have no idea if we'll ever get out of this (laughs) Of this stage in life. I I think we just kind of hit it a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Well, we are, we are fleas on the back of a turtle that is moving forward. And so the answer to his question is we're going to get there whether we like it or not. Now, our choice and our free will is it's going to be a long and arduous process or is it going to be a smooth and easy process? And what makes it long and arduous is resistance, of course. Um, and what makes it smooth and easy is loving and caring. So how do we do that? We don't try to go back. There is no going back. We can't go back to the way it was any better than we can go back to being five years old. No. We can't go back. So you we either dig your heels in and and have yourself dragged along or choose to go which is also an option, or we surrender and go forward. Now, surrender doesn't mean give up your free will. It doesn't mean do things that that you find to be morally um, or, you know, reprehensible or anything like that. What it means is we surrender to the fact that we're moving forward. It's just like any change. Do you want to co-create that change, or do you want to fight it the whole way? And I say co-create it. Because right now, we are moving into, this is, this is a physical reality. We are moving this planet into the, the, uh, uh, an asteroid belt called the Oort Cloud. And in that Oort Cloud, there are energies that are bombarding this planet that are transformational energies. And what that means is the planet is being transformed. It's being impacted. I think it's called, um, what do they call it, Ag- agitated, 
Yeah. By all of these energies, right? Whether or not we decide to pay attention to it, we are also on the planet and we are also being agitated. So we can either go with it and, and move into creation or we can try to go back and, and create the whole thing, right? Yeah. So if we pull our analogy forward, you know, we can either grow up and change our wardrobe or we can still dress like we're five years old. One is ridiculous and one is not. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> you're going to have to dress your age. You know, you can't dress like you're five forever. So, so to, to answer this question, we have to give some background because right now, we're moving from third dimension, which is everything I can see, touch, feel, hear, um, and sense to some degree. And we're moving toward fifth dimension, which is love and oneness. And the only way to get from third to fifth is to pass through the fourth. And in the fourth, you have both. You have the opportunities to be in love and oneness, but you also have the opportunities to create fears and emotions with your thoughts. Uh-huh. And we can see that it's happening very quickly now. So you want to be a co-creator. Rather than someone tell you, I want you to create this fear. I want you to create this reality. And that's what the, the, the news does, right? Absolutely. The news says, this is what it is. You accept that and you feed into it and you create it. Yeah. Right? The world is a scary place. Um, you know, uh, everybody's carrying deadly germs that are out to get you. Um, everybody wants to break into your house. Um, everybody wants to take your job. Everybody wants to take your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. Um, you know, place is not safe. That's the reality that we are being asked to create. But we can create a different reality. And we do that by making a conscious choice to put our emotions and our energy into a different direction. Does that answer your question? That's beautiful. Absolutely. That answered mine. I don't know about you, Brian, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could feel the energy of him. That one, that was so serene to the soul to hit right where it needed to be. And at the same yeah. time, you know, okay, you know, Angela keeps beeping in to Tony. He keeps flagging me that she wants this question so bad. So let's, yeah, let's just keep the promise to her, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Susan's promise, not mine. I'm like, <laughs> I give her, I had to pull her leg just a little bit. Okay, so Angela says, hi, I love you. We know, we know Angela, we know. So hi, I love you, Susan. Um, and it says, how, uh, how do I give self-love without taking from others or them taking offense? And what does this say? I, well, I can't even read her text. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> how does she give self-love to others without taking offense and being able to break away from all the negative energy that she does see without being able to like skip over a program or a TV program? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, well, thank you, Angela, for asking that. That's a phenomenal question. When we are loving the self, we can never be harming someone else. If we are truly loving the self, self out of fear or lack or worry, that's not love. So when you love yourself, send that love to someone else. And I'll give you a real, a real example. So I have someone who comes to me all the time and they need a favor and they need help. Um, and they have, they have difficulties. And, and so, Every time they come to me, I drop whatever I do, and I help them. And they needed that help. They needed that 
support, they're grateful. I got to help somebody. I feel good about that. But they always need help in a time that's not convenient for me. Mm-hmm. And so that means that I have to always put myself on hold or I have to put my needs to the side so I can help them. Now, I'm not talking about a child who is dependent on me or an infant or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although at some point it applies to children too. But for this example, let's say that, that my friend has called me and they're having a crisis and I do not feel well today. I'm under the weather. I don't really have the energy to give out. So here I have a choice. I can either suck it up and drain myself dry and support this person with my advice, my energy, maybe even my physical action to get them taken care of and then work on replenishing myself later. Or I can acknowledge the fact that the other person has their own resources. The other person is not the rest of resources. They are a grown-up person. They have the same resources in the universe that I do, which is access to their soul, uh, to energy, to love, to support. But the only place they ever ask for that is with me. If I withdraw that to take care of myself and nurture myself, the other person has the opportunity to turn to their higher source, to ask for assistance outside of me. And that gives them the opportunity to become independent, self-determining, more connected to, to self and to their soul, and it gives them the opportunity to evolve and grow emotionally and spiritually and to change the way they think about things. And then... If I say, no, I can't right now, there's no resentment or anger because there's no codependence. Now, that's their choice. If they choose to become angry or to push back, you have to love them and you have to love yourself enough to say, I can't really do that for you. It's not good for either one of us. Wow. You see? And so you release them from that dynamic or that pattern that you would love. Yeah, because I think... That's, I mean, that's one thing I see within Angela is that she doesn't know when to stop giving and ever just start giving to herself. She will, I mean, like beyond bleed dry just to make sure it happens kind of thing, you know? And I'm glad she asked that because I think for her, it had to be out there to where she heard heard it from a trusted source and, and at the same time be able to hear back to herself as a mere reflection. As to say, what am I, you know, I told her, I'm like, it's not what you're doing wrong, it's maybe what is wrong. Yeah. Ah, that's that's pretty, that's really, really deep. I mean, so her thing is, you know, being able to not feel like she's hurting. See, once again, she's not even thinking about herself. She's thinking about not hurting someone else. Their feelings from her needing to be within herself to rejuvenate. Yeah. But it does hurt them because it makes them dependent, you see? So you, you, by helping them all the time like that, you create a dependency that weakens the other person. And it does hurt them because it impedes their own development and growth. Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay? So the very thing that we're trying to avoid is the very thing that we're accomplishing. And then, for you know, for the rest of us, um, you know, you, you've got to ask yourself. I used to have a friend who would call me and talk to me for two or three hours a couple times a day. And after a couple of months of that, I, I heard my, I heard my intuition say to me, if in, if 20 years from now, you look back at this 
and say to yourself, you know, I'm glad I never wrote that book. I'm glad I spent the time on the phone instead talking to so-and-so. Because talking to so-and-so and letting them vent a couple times a day was way more important than writing that book and getting it out into the world. And the boy said, if you feel good about that, keep talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. So if, if you are okay getting, you know, 40, 50, 50 years from now, 20 years from now, and turning around and looking back and say, wow, you know, I'm really glad I did all that, and I didn't do anything for myself, then keep doing it. Wow, that's profound. Yeah, my intuition was pretty direct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Man, that's true. You know, but it's still about changing perspective, you know, changing your perspective. That, that's really all there is to it. Wow. You know, and to change your perspective. So, Tony, make sure you send that over to Angela. Changing perspectives. Absolutely. That's it. We've got to pull back and take the soul point of view. Are you helping or impeding someone's soul growth by making you their ghost? By doing everything for them? I mean, we've, we've seen this even in nature where, you know, if you, if you, if you take a newborn, um, anything and do everything for them, uh, what is it, the, 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 the uh, chickens, uh, you know, birds, if you crack the egg open for them and they don't have to fight to break through the shell, they, they, they wither and die anyway. Wow. You know, people have to do it for themselves so they can own it. They can incorporate it so it becomes their wisdom. If they're not doing it for themselves, it's your wisdom. Oh. So we, we need to change that. You know, teachers are, are my teacher Connie knew said to us for years, you teach, you guide, and you step back. And step back is the hardest part. Yeah, it is hard. Okay? Very hard to step back. Teach, guide, step back. That, that was our mantra for years. Gotta let it go. Teach, guide, step back. Teach, yep. guide, step back. Remember, everyone, teach, guide, step back. Just had to say a little extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little clear, just in case they didn't hear me there. <laughs> Teach guys step back. Okay, I like that. Okay. Absolutely. So we, we wanna we want to be centered in love and compassion for self because you can't give anything away if you don't have it. That's true. Yes, right? You have to own it before you can give it away. So love and compassion for self. And that means forgiveness. It means acceptance, you know, it means letting go of that perfection thing. It means all of those things. And I said it's simple and it's not easy because of our conditioning, because of our, our history, you know, because of all of the things that, that we're bombarded with all day long, our entire lives. And I don't want to give anybody the impression that I've mastered it because I'm still working on it. Yeah, we're a work in progress. Always. Always. Absolutely always. We are always so, a work in progress and I love that. Because yeah. <laughs> I know I have a lot of progress. <laughs> we have an opportunity to make great progress. Absolutely do. Um, and again, you know, we've got to look at what's going on. Is This is a labor. These are labor pangs that we're going through. And so, you know, for, for those of, of us who've had children, do you want to be in the labor room with a nurse yelling and screaming at you? Or do you want to be in the labor room where it's serene and beautiful and, and there's love in the room? So it's our choice to say no yelling, no, no negativity, none of that. This is what I want and this is what I'm going to focus on. And, and that's where we are. We're going to get through this. We, 
we, you know, it's like trying to stop the sun from coming up. You can hide under the blankets. You can go underground, but the sun is going to come up. This progression is going to take place. Everyone who has tried to stop it, everyone who's tried to slow it down, everyone who's holding on to the, the old pattern. And I'm talking about people of power. I'm not talking about, the, you know, just all of us. I mean everybody. Everyone who thinks they have something to lose by having change take place is desperately fighting to hold on. Yeah. But you can't hold on forever. Just like you can't live forever, no matter what these people try to do or think they're going to do. You cannot live forever in a body. It's the spirit. And what are you going to create with that spirit? You can create a horror or you can create beauty. We've got to make the conscious choice to do that. And so there are things that we can do throughout the day. So the, the, the first exercise I gave you is why am I doing this? What's my motive? Can I be in love? Can I, I talk someone from my heart center instead of from my stomach emotions or my thoughts or my own pattern, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a New Yorker from way back. You know, when, when, when you call a New Yorker after they bought a car and you say, hey, how's the car? The first thing a New Yorker says is, why? Why do you want to know? <laughs> what are you calling me for? What do you want now? Right? Yeah. Uh, and then, then you go to the Midwest and they're like, oh, that's so nice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, talking from my own experience. That is but, true. That is true, though. <laughs> right? So, again, it's, it's what do you want to create? Do you want to create a world of suspicion or do you want to create a world of harmony? It starts with us. You see? Yeah. So, so the things that we can do are, uh, uh, so, is this okay? I want to share the, the, the affirmation with you all. I don't want to run out of time. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead, Susan. So, this affirmation um, was given to my teacher in 1986 when she took a group of integrated awareness graduates to Egypt into the King's Chamber. And this group had to go up narrow, narrow, uh, you know, walkway. Um, it was enclosed in people who were, you know, claustrophobic people who had breathing issues, people who had fear, right? Yeah. And so this affirmation, I love it. It brings light into the body. It sets up protection and and we can we can self say it say it together, put it up on the on the site if you want. Um, we just have to know that it's her copyright from nineteen eighty six and I'll give you that. So this is um Consuela C. Newton from nineteen eighty six and it's just like this. Um I am the light. The light is within me. The light moves throughout me. The light surrounds me. The light protects me. I am the light. Oh, I love that. Isn't that beautiful? I was repeating it in my mind. Huh. All right. So this, this, I've given this to um, children. Love this. It's great for getting rid of nightmares. Um, this is absolutely wonderful. And, and you can say this. Uh, anytime you like. So I'm going to say it again. I am the light. The light is within me. The light moves throughout me. The light surrounds me. The light protects me. I am the light. Beautiful. That will change you. I felt this little light moving inside. I kept picturing it just moving around me. Yep. Clearing my whole senses, clearing everything. My body is just fighting and breathing and moving. 
all the stuff we go through, everyone, and that's the whole invigoration of it. That's why I wanted Susan to be able to just speak her whole essence because it's just calm. It's like peace like a river. Um, and that's how I feel. Like, so I was, it's just that whole invigoration of it. And I definitely, um, even though, you know, Tony has his, his different things he does with the time restraints or whatever else, I definitely wanted to see if you wanted to come back to do something more on uh, what's going on with the dreams and so much with the aspects of the dreams and being able to get into that because that sounds very, very delightful. Uh, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, because we can just, I mean, like at the same time, I know Brian and different ones had questions about it, but I figured from the next segment we do to all the RDC families that wanted to go into the dreamscape here, we will. Uh, Susan has just agreed so we can kidnap her. No, um, <laughs> we're going to have a three and that'll be as long as we need it to be. But I think uh, Tony has something going on with where he had to have the live kind of do their thing from whatever they have going on now from the new policies of how long things are. But at the same time, we'll have our own. We'll just stay to 15 platforms instead of the 17 now. So we can have our own elongated whole era of that. So, Susan, do you want to leave anything off with the wonderful lives right now and the demands and downloads? I pray uh, that I'll be tuning in or downloading later and listening in right now. The only thing I, I would tell everyone is sit quietly, even if it's just for two minutes, three minutes. Sit down, take a deep breath, and remember what it felt like to be loved, to be held. If you have a pet, remember what it feels like when you pet that pet and they're loving you. Wrap yourself in a soft, cushy blanket if you need to. But just for a couple of minutes throughout the day, have love and gratitude for you and yourself and how absolutely wonderful you are and what a miracle in the world that you are. And connect to that higher soul aspect or that higher spirit aspect. And just remember that you're not alone in the world because you're not. Oh, God, that's, ah, where have you been our whole life, Susan? Ah, so beautiful, (laughs) so wonderful, the wonderful Susan Zuma, everyone. Like I said, we'll have a part. I know some of you are saying, I haven't even had the part one. Well, you know what? You'll have it all. Just relax, breathe, take that in, and we'll definitely have it up there some way, somehow, no matter what may happen, regardless of static or regardless of whatever may happen, we're not going to let it go slide out. You're going to be able to have a taste of this essence. And you can also check out www.susanzumo.com as well as her bio and her information and her links as well at the real double Um, and just remember you guys to, you have to just remember to be like, be the change, feel the passion and embrace the power of the spirit is more than a slogan is actually the way that life should be. I mean, it's the understanding of hashtag the compassion of love or hashtag the love of compassion. Love and compassion. Love and compassion is the perfect mixture of all the recipes of greatness. And that's what it is. So we thank you, Susan, for coming on here and like blessing us again with the graciousness of even what happened with the discrepancy of the other time and so much more. (laughs) And we can't wait to have you back. Let us know as soon as you can. And we'll have Angela put that in as soon as you can so we can get to the dreaming part and your book and so much more because I really want to get into this too from what I've been experiencing like crazy even more so. And uh, we can get yeah. that set up. Yeah. So thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for having me on. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I'm appreciative of you coming back here. Yeah. You're absolutely loved and welcome always. Real Double Dose Channel dot blogs, but dot com, everyone. And Real Double Dose Channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N. 
dx.com. And for all you who have shout outs, those links are available for SoundCloud and they are available at the dot blog spot if you haven't checked it out. But you can go to Lex and RDC team forward slash Facebook or whatever, vice versa. And you can also check out at Real Double Dose channel handle on Instagram and so much more. So we love you. You're amazing. And we'll be back with you very, very, very soon. Back at you. Thank you again. Thank you.